Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts. Our current goal is to get to 100 written reviews on the podcast's app to help new listeners find us. If you haven't subscribed and written a review yet, please do. We get closer to our goal every week. Your reviews continue to amaze us and we learn from your feedback as well. So thank you for taking the time to share. This episode is supported by Eyes Accustomed to Candlelight. Tonight, we'll be reading another excerpt from In New England Fields and Woods, written by Roland Evans Robinson in 1896. Robinson was, in his time, one of Vermont's best-known writers. This collection of short essays follows New England's changing seasons and moods in all its natural beauty. This particular selection is part of the November and December time of year. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. November Voices With flowers and leaves, the bird songs have faded out, and the hum and chirp of insect life, the low and bleat of herds and flocks afield, and the busy sounds of husbandry have grown infrequent. There are lapses of such silence that the ear aches for some audible signal of life. And then to appease it there comes, with the rising breeze, the solemn murmur of the pines, like the song of the sea on distant shores, 
the sibilant whisper of the dead herbage, the clatter of dry pods, and the fitful stir of fallen leaves, like a scurry of ghostly feet fleeing in affright at the sound of their own passage. The breeze puffs itself into a fury of wind, and the writhing branches shriek and moan and clash as if the lances of phantom armies were crossed in wild melee. The woods are full of unlipped voices, speaking one with another in pleading, in anger, in soft tones of endearment, and one hears his name called so distinctly that he answers and calls again, but no answer is vouchsafed him, only moans and shrieks and mocking laughter, till one has enough of wild voices and longs for a relapse of silence. More softly it is broken when through the still air comes the cheery note of the chickadee and the little trumpet of his comrade the nuthatch, and far away the muffled beat of the grouse's drum, or from a distance the mellow baying of a hound and its answering echoes, swelling and dying on hilltop or glen, or mingling in melodious confusion. From skyward comes the clangor of clarions, wild and musical, proclaiming the march of gray cohorts of geese advancing southward through the hills and dales of cloudland. There come, too, the quick whistling beat of wild ducks' pinions, the cry of a belated plover, and the creaking voice of a snipe. Then the bawling of a plowman in a far-off field, and farther away the rumble and shriek of a railroad train, brings the listening ear to earth again and its plodding, busy life. December Days Fewer and more chill have become the hours of sunlight, and longer stretch the noontide shadows of the desolate trees athwart the tawny fields and the dead leaves that mat the floor of the woods. The brook braids its shrunken strands of brown water with a hushed murmur over a bed of sodden leaves between borders of spiny ice crystals. Or in the pools swirl in slow circles the imprisoned fleets of bubbles beneath, a steadfast root of glass. Dark and sullen, the river sulks its cheerless way, enlivened but by the sheldrake that still courses its prey in the icy water, and the mink that like a fleet black shadow steals along the silence.